You're listening to episode number 82 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. Last week on the show, we talked about handling difficult clients, and today's episode is all about setting boundaries with our clients. Since a lot of sticky situations that we typically find ourselves in with clients can easily be avoided if we just communicated more clear expectations in the first place. So if you're ready to equip yourself with some incredible preventative tools, then let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today. I just finished doing homeschool with my two kiddos and they are now doing some computer time playing some prodigy math games, so I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to record this episode for you. But before we jump into today's episode, I would love to take a second and just introduce myself and let you know who I am. My name is Ashley Freehan, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online platform designed to support and educate mom photographers. Now, in addition to this podcast, I also have a coaching program. It is a group program called the Side Hustler to CEO, which is for mom photographers who are ready to get off the sidelines. They want to take their side hustle to the next level, and they really want to create that sustainable and profitable income for their family. Now, if that's you, I would love to set up a call with you so that we can get to know each other and I can let you know more details about the program and if I think that it would be a good fit for you. So you can head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching for more details. All right, let's jump into today's topic. So generally, when we talk about difficult clients, We're truly talking about difficult situations that we're encountering with a client. Now, of course, there are those very rare times, I feel like, when the client is just super difficult. But in most cases, our clients are not being difficult from their perspective. It only feels like a difficult situation because we failed to be clear about our expectations. Clients don't often think to ask some of these questions that we're going to talk about. And so it's important that we equip them with the knowledge they need up front, even before they make the decision to hire us. 
Now, this can easily be done with an FAQ section on your website. And we're going to dive more into what type of questions you might include in this FAQ question section. But I think that this is something that really will help prevent those difficult situations in the future. So I'm going to share with you today several examples of boundaries and expectations that you need to have in place. This is really going to help avoid those uncomfortable conversations later on down the road. All right, so some of these are going to seem really simple to you. Some of these you might have already thought about or you might have already put into place. But if not, I hope that it sparks some ideas for you of what you can do. But I know that there are some of these things that you probably have never even thought about. And so I'm really excited to share those with you. But let's start off with some really basic boundaries. Let's talk about office hours. These are really important. If you don't have office hours established right now, you should think about getting some established. And this is not just a great boundary for your clients, but also for yourself. So when are you actually going to be working? What days and times can clients expect for you to respond? So you can post these office hours on your contact page on your website and also in your Gmail signature. And if you don't yet have a Gmail signature, this is something that you can easily add in your settings in Gmail so that every time you create an email, it will auto-populate this signature. I would include a picture. I would include what it is that you do. So your title, your name, website, office hours, and phone number. And this really sets clear expectations of when you work and when they can expect to hear back from you. Now, I think it's also really important to talk about your response time and getting back to your clients. So this could be something, maybe you have an auto-generated email after someone contacts you on your website, and it might say something like, Thank you so much for your inquiry. I cannot wait to connect with you. Please give me about 24 hours to respond, something like that, just to give them sort of an idea of how long it takes. And then once they're an established client, maybe your response time changes. So for me, you guys have heard me share this on my podcast. I respond immediately to client inquiries. And I know that there are people who don't because they don't want their clients to think that they respond immediately to everything. But in my opinion and in my experience, my conversion rate is higher the faster I respond. We live in a very fast-paced, give-it-to-me-now kind of culture. And when our clients reach out, they want a response quickly. I'm not saying they expect it, but it's so appreciated. I can't tell you how many times I've had people write back and say, thank you so much for your quick response. No other photographer has gotten back to me yet. And it's just, it's very simple. It doesn't take me very long. I have a canned email response that I have auto-populated. So I can just go in there and change a quick, a few quick details to make it personalized and send it off. But then once they become my client, they know that my response time is different. So like, please allow 24 hours for me to respond. So that's what my response time is after they become a client. 
Next, it's extremely important that you know when you are willing to do sessions, times, days, and locations. This is so crucial because you need to be in control of your calendar and not the other way around. So I definitely recommend choosing days of the week that work best for you. This is your priority days. So if you don't want to work on Sundays, then when you offer dates, let them know. I do sessions on Fridays or Friday evenings, Saturday morning, and Saturday evening. So whatever days you prefer to work. So maybe you prefer to work during the week. So you would say, my availability for photo shoots is Monday through Thursday, and I do evening shoots only. And that starts the hour before sunset or whatever your preferred time to shoot is. You would just upfront let them know so that there's no questions of, oh, well, I thought you worked on Sundays or I thought I could get, you know, this scheduled for this certain date. So just being really clear and upfront. I think it's also really important that you educate your clients before they hire you as to when you do these shoots. So if you do sunrise shoots, let them know. Maybe show some examples of sunrise shoots on your website and then do the same for sunset photos. Then you might even want to show off a session that you do at noon and then tell people why you prefer to shoot the hour after sunrise or the hour before sunset and educate them. I think so often our clients don't know and so they think that they can choose whatever time they want. And so you need to be really particular and specific if you have a preference, and if this is a preference that you're not willing to be flexible with. Another boundary that you might have would be if someone reaches out to you and asks about pricing on social media like Instagram or Facebook, are you going to want to keep track of all those inquiries across all social media platforms and your email and your website contact form, etc.? I prefer to keep things all in one place. And it's super easy to remember if you just have one or two potential clients hanging out on social media. But when you start to get really busy, it's easy to lose track and forget about those people. And again, it's all about instant gratification. So if you don't get back to someone in a timely manner, they will typically move on and hire the photographer that was more able to communicate with them faster. So I recommend just shooting them an email back or a message back and saying, hey, I would love to send you my pricing. What's your email? And I'll make sure to send it over right away. That way, number one, you have their email address. And number two, you're keeping all of your inquiries in one place. So you're able to better keep track and not forget. Okay, let's talk about a really important, super valuable way to set expectations, and that is through a contract. When I was a newer photographer, I never had contracts. I didn't know how important they were. I didn't know actually what to put in my contract, so I never had contracts. Luckily for me, it was never a problem but I don't want you to ride without contracts anymore. So let me share with you a few things that I think are important to include in your contract. Now, 
Contracts can be really hard to come up with if you've never done one before. So I definitely recommend using templates. There are templates that come with HoneyBook. So I use HoneyBook and I also use Session. I'm going to put some um, affiliate links in the show notes in case you want to check any of these out and you need a CRM, which is a client relationship management system. This is going to be what keeps track of your leads. This helps you send contracts, invoices, accept payment, all of those amazing things that you need with a photography business. But HoneyBook has pre-loaded contracts. There are also places that you can purchase contracts from actual lawyers, which is what I have done for my coaching business. And for my client portrait agreement, I've actually, it's evolved over the years. I started with a template that my wedding photographer used and he let me use it. And then I just tweaked it along the way. I used some of you know, the verbiage from some HoneyBook templates. I've also heard from other people, you know, in different Facebook groups that have shared their verbiage for their contract. But just know that anything is better than nothing. So start with something and then you can tweak it along the way. But it is so important that you include everything in your contract from how much they are paying you the payment schedule, have the date, time, and address to the location in your contract. Also have a clause in your contract that talks about showing up late for sessions and rescheduling at the last minute. I have had a couple of clients in the past who have showed up extremely late for their session, which was extremely difficult for me to deliver the photos that they were expecting because of the sunset time. So they showed up late for their session and the sun sets at a certain time, which I have no control over. And so that makes it really difficult. So my client was understanding, obviously, because they knew that they were late, but that forced me to deliver a product that I wasn't proud of because it was after sunset. And so these types of situations... I just wanted to make sure from there on out that I had that in my contract in case I came across a client who was frustrated, you know, that I didn't leave time at the end in case things, you know, ran over. I do now make sure that I have more time. So instead of scheduling a session that would end at sunset, I schedule a session that would end 15 minutes before sunset because I would rather have a little bit of wiggle room at the end in case, you know, they do show up late because I know things happen. But if you have this verbiage in your contract that kind of releases you off the hook, at least expectations are clear and they know that you are not responsible for them being late. It seems totally obvious, but that's literally what a contract is. It's like writing down all the things you would think would be obvious, but aren't. (laughs) So that would be the first thing I would add in your contract. And then the other thing that I would include is retouching. What does retouching include? I have had a few difficult situations with clients based on this topic. 
I wasn't clear in my contract what retouching included. And so this is something that I would also include on your website and letting people know what retouching you do for free that's included and what retouching that you can do additionally if you want to. I also have a clause in my contract where I am clear about not being liable for outfit choices or body image issues. Again, I had a difficult situation with a client where she didn't like the way that she looked in the photos and she was really unhappy with them. And that was really hard for me to swallow because I felt like, well, could I have done anything different? Was that my fault that, you know, she didn't like the way she looked? Could I have done something different? Could I have changed my angle or my position? And so I really got in my head about if it was my fault or not. So now I'm just really upfront and I'm clear about that. I also think it's really important to give tips and guidelines for what to wear so your clients know sort of what to expect. Again, our clients don't get photographed every single day and so they don't think about these things. So if you can upfront give them a what to expect or a what to wear guide or a how to have the best, you know, family portrait session or the best branding session, have a guide that walks them through step by step what to think about, how to plan for this session. Your clients will be so excited. They will be so thankful that you thought about all these things and gave them the information they needed, but not necessarily knew that they needed. So of course, there are so many other things that you can add in your contract But any time that you run into a difficult situation with a client, that's the perfect learning opportunity for you to say, okay, how can I make sure this doesn't happen in the future? Where can I educate my potential clients and my current clients? So everything that you experience as a photographer needs to be a learning lesson and needs to be put into practice so that you can avoid that difficult situation in the future. Hey mama, I wanted to take a quick minute to invite you to join us for a free masterclass called Productivity with Purpose. In this masterclass, I will be teaching you how to purposefully time block your schedule to achieve peace and productivity. You can expect to learn how to create a master task list and establish time blocks, how to assign the tasks and protect those time blocks, and how do you actually stick to the schedule you create. And then finally, we're going to be talking about how to eliminate distractions to get more done in less time. I don't want your calendar to control you anymore. So if you are ready to grab your free seat, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash productivity, and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, let's talk about some other expectations that you might want to communicate. Let your clients know how you like to communicate. If you prefer email, you need to let them know you prefer email. If you want to go through HoneyBook and use the messaging platform through HoneyBook, tell them that's where you prefer to keep all communication. If you're okay with texting, let your clients know that as well. And then always let them know when you can, they can expect you to respond and again, your office hours. 
So one tip that has really saved a lot of heartache for me is to have each of my clients create a must-have photo list. Now, this photo list is incredible because I want to make sure that when I show up at a session, even when I was shooting weddings, I would do this for the family formal portraits and for the specific photos that they wanted for couple photos. And the reason why I do this is because I want them to think about the photo groupings way before the session. I want them to have a clear head. I don't want them to be stressed about getting dressed or getting their hair and makeup done or, you know, getting their stuff ironed for the session. I want them to show up to the session just ready to have fun. And I want to be the one that says, hey, I have your list. Here are the must-have groupings that I know you want. And here are some of those Pinterest fun photos that you want. And then I take the reins from there. And the reason why I do this is not so that I no longer have creative control, because of course I have creative control. The reason I do this is because I want to make sure that I get every photo that they want from this session. I don't know what's important to them. What I think is important might not be important to them. So this must-have shot list is so incredible. So at the end of the shoot, they're not wondering, oh, well, you didn't get a picture of me and -and so-and-so, or I really wanted a sweet photo of my daughter and I. Well, if I didn't think to do that photo and they really wanted that photo, you know, of course, they're probably not going to be mad at me, but it's going to leave a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth. And I don't want that. I want them to feel like I took care of them and I thought of everything. So that must-have photo list is so important. Now, there's a caveat here. Give them a limit. Don't just let them go wild and say, hey, give me a must-have photo list because they're going to put 50 things on it. Give them a limit. I typically say, hey, if you have any must-have photos, please let me know and try to keep it limited to 10. That way, I know that I can deliver. Maybe if you're doing mini sessions, it's five. Like, hey, I typically do these different groupings. Are there any other groupings that you want? Are there any particular photos that you must have? When you give them that sort of flexibility and you give them that freedom to choose a few things, it actually makes them feel like you care about what they want and that they're not just a transaction. They feel like you care about them. Okay, my next tip here is to over-communicate expectations again so nothing gets lost in translation. So anytime you're sending reminder emails or you're talking about the session, always include the day of the week, the date, the time, and the location. Also, the meeting spot exactly where your client is supposed to meet you. There have been times that my clients have showed up to the wrong place. There have been times that I have showed up to the wrong place because things got lost in translation. So always over communicate. Make sure that you know when things are happening. Never ever, and I repeat, never ever say, hey, are we going to have our session next Thursday? Because next Thursday to some people means this Thursday and to other people it means the next Thursday. So I want you guys to be super clear on every detail with your client. 
And my last tip here today is to never leave things open-ended for your client. Don't let your client be wondering what comes next. And also don't leave the client to have to figure it out. So don't say something like, hey, you know, I I know we haven't chosen a location yet, but just let me know when you have the location. Or I know you have this print credit. Let me know when you're ready to place your print order. When we leave things open-ended for our clients, they typically don't know how to manage that expectation. And so I always put a deadline or a date that I'm going to check back with them. So it could be like, hey, I know you haven't found a location yet. I'm going to check back with you on Tuesday. Let me know if you find anything in the meantime, and I'm going to come up with some ideas as well. That gives them a hard date. Oh, she's checking back with me on Tuesday. I better make sure I do some research and figure out what I want. Or same with the print credit. Hey, you have a print credit. It actually expires at the end of the month. So make sure that you use it. And then send reminders. Because remember, our clients are just like us and they forget but they're not in our business. They're not thinking about photography every single second of the day. And so we have to be a human and we have to remind them and we have to always be one step ahead so that they always feel taken care of. So I hope that you have found today's episode to be helpful. If so, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering, and let me know what your favorite part about today's episode was. Maybe there was a boundary or an expectation that you never thought about and that you are going to be adding into your contract or into your welcome email sequence, whatever the case may be, however you deliver that boundary or expectation, share with me which one stuck out the most to you. If you are needing more help just like this and you want a step-by-step system and a program that's going to walk you through how to create the sustainable business that you are longing for, Don't forget to check out more details about the Side Hustler to CEO program over at thepurposegathering.com slash coaching. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.